Okay, here we go. The Planet Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio dial. The Planet Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. What a stupid son of a bitch. Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. You know, Ben's not going to like this. But I got to pull rank on him right off the beginning of the show. Wow, Ben. I got to say, Ben, you're the you know, youngest, you know, yes. seniority-wise, you're, I don't know, youngest. <laughs> Those are could, fact. Could, we, could uh, old Smitty and I uh, trouble you to go get some fucking Snapples for the three of us? They're, over, they're right over there. Yeah, in the right refrigerator. There in the, in the, uh, the studio fridge. Old fucks. Yes. See? He's going to see, how, see the attitude, though? Oh, thanks, Ben. Not without complaining. Unbelievable. I, I mean, the things I give this guy. I come walking in here, I got treats, yeah. I got brownies, yeah. I got cookies. Even Buddy's happy upstairs, a dog. And, you know, sometimes they even bring the Snapple. Yep. And it's always in the refrigerator, icy cold, because you take good care of the Snapple. You put it in there. Yep. By the way, we might, we might want to switch to Pure Leaf tea. Pure Leaf tea now. Have you had Pure Leaf tea, Ben? I've had one here. It's actually pretty good. It's not bad. And and I'm pissed, still pissed at Snapple for what they did. Changing the bottle, still, yep. taking off the thing that great, made from the great, greatest stuff on earth. And they took that off. And I'm still pissed at them. Taking the glass bottles out? But enough about that for now. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining right out of the box. I know. You know this week it's a Snapple. Last week was the goddamn pistachios. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't bring up those. Oh. I had a dream that, well, I, honest to God, I was sitting on a toilet at, uh, in New York City. In the dream, or were you sitting on the toilet and you fell asleep and you were dreaming? Both. Okay. So I, I'm all of a sudden, the worms, the little green worms, the pistachio worms. Yep. Yeah. You'd think, well, okay, okay, you're in the toilet. I know where they are. No, no. They were coming out of my eyes. Oh. oh this is so it, gross. This is in a dream? Yeah. A dream. A Mikey dream. <sighs> right, it's, a, it's a good cup of stuff. Bamboo makes up 99% of a panda's diet. There you go. You're just a little bit smarter now. <laughs> you know you know why pandas are notoriously bad lovers? <laughs> why? Because they eat, they eat shoots and leave. Oh, man. <laughs> now we have a we have episode one sixty one. Now, what is the significance of one sixty one? Well, my, uh, my IQ. It's your IQ. Well, that's yeah. pretty good, IQ. Wow. Along with that, we have we have Billy the Wild Guy, Billy the Wild Guy Smith. Thank you. Billy the Wild Guy Grasso was a mobster in Hartford. He who got. Killed, Ooh. thrown into the Connecticut River a long time ago. Your fault? Yikes. I didn't do it. I had nothing to do with it, and I have no knowledge of who might have. Okay. Billy the Wild Guy Smith is our guy here for the button pushing uh, process. Thank you. And Ben, uh, fresh meat. We got to give a nickname. You know, a mob. A what mob is this, like prison. <laughs> ben fresh. fresh Meat Kitchen. No, yeah. it's a fresh meat kitchen. Oh, okay. I'm Mikey Fatass Adams. <laughs> <laughs> And it's time to pay tribute to the digits, 6-1. Okay? I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, what is he talking about? God, say it out loud. 6 What's he one. talking about? See that? Oh. 61. Remember the movie about Roger Maris? 61. Yeah, directed 61. by Billy Crystal. 61 homers in 1961. 61. 
by the way, let me just talk about that for a second. Yeah, he had 61 homers in 1961, and he broke Babe Ruth's record, but it was such a fraudulent breakage of the record. Why? Tell the story, Mike. Well, Babe Ruth only played in 154-game seasons. Major League Baseball was 154, not 162. That's how many games you played. Mm. There was basically 22 times your all your oppositions, all your, oppos- your opponents. So it's like having extra at-bats in order to accomplish y- yeah. the goal. Ba- Never mind doing steroids or anything. And I'm not. T- and I, Roger Maris, I give him credit. You know, uh, yeah, uh, he won the MVP two years in a row. He's the Yankees. He won some pennants. But here's the thing: mm-hmm. he hit his 61st home run in game number 162. So Babe Ruth had 59 home runs through 154 games and 60 home runs in 154 games. Here, I wrote it down. Uh, Roger Maris had homer number 58. In game 152, he had homer number 59 in game 155. He had homer number 60, which is the original record by Babe Ruth, in game 159. And he didn't hit the 61st home run till game 162. So if you compare apples and apples, it's fraudulent. Now, for 50 bucks, who did he hit his 61st home oh, run off? God. He was on the Red Sox. Yeah. Doesn't the field look beautiful down there? Yeah, it does. Dick Raditz. Dick Raditz. Dick Raditz. Dick oh, Raditz. It's the only pitcher I can think of from 1961 on the Red Sox. I'm pretty sure Dick Raditz broke in in 62. Okay. <laughs> but he wouldn't have given up that home run anyway. It no, he would have Tracy Stallard of the Boston Red Sox. Gave up the infamous 61st Maris home run. So, Easiest 50 bucks I didn't make. Wow. You know what's weird about 1961, too? What? The American League batting title that year was won by Norm Cash, 361. Isn't that funny? Fun with numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I love numbers. <laughs> it's funny how to me how much you still love baseball from your childhood, basically up through really kind of the strike, right? Till they started getting paid too much money. Like yeah. 10 years ago, I started fucking hate because they make too much. You know, when you get a million dollars per start and you're David Price and you're an asshole, a mm. million dollars per start, 30 million a year for pitching, what, 30 games? And then I start to hate you because it's outrageous. You would think when you get to that, that money level and the, the success level, it's like as a kid, that's what you dreamed about. And suddenly your dream has come well, true, yeah, but, but it doesn't seem to be enough. When David Price gets a $10,000 for every pitch, I mean, you know how long it takes me to make $10,000 like a, a week? That's ridiculous. <laughs> $10,000 per pitch. I yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> with all due respect. Oh, man. Anyway, add, with, with all due respect. Who is the comedian? Dom Herrera. He says, if you add with all due respect, you can say anything. Your, your sister's a whore. With, with all due respect. Oh, what did I just knock down? Your Snapple cap. Ah. Oh, Jesus. Ah, Come on, man. Damn it. Right down where the worms were. Uh, um, yeah. uh, no, they didn't crawl down there. They were all on the table here. Oh, I remember there. You spilled some on the floor. I had to pick them up after you left. Ben spilled what? worms. No, yeah, no, no, they no, were no, there no, still no. on the. Nope, I had to nope, get the nope, vacuum nope. cleaner. Yeah, open up that can of worms. I tell you what. You know what it is. Ben opened up a whole bag of worms. Mm. That's right. The bag of worms. Was nuts. that the most disgusting thing you've ever done? Except That's for that, pretty gross. Except for that rhino Oosh, proctology shup, 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 thing you did. <laughs> Are we going to just gloss over the fact that Bill tried to kill us in the studio about a half an hour ago? Yeah. He tried to burn the studio down with yep, us in it? I did. You don't. I failed. 
It was two songs we could play that would go along with that. Burning Down the House by the Talking Heads. Yeah. And uh, Disco Inferno, Burn That Mother Down by the Tramps. How do you spell tramps, guys? With two M's. Two P's. Oh, same thing. Well, hi, boys and girls. Welcome to the BB the Clown Show. I'm BB the Clown. (laughs) I'm going to take my pants off now. So back up, everybody. (laughs) Wow. Yep. You'd be the scariest clown. That's our friend Mikey right there. We are brought to you by uh, Apothecary, the greatest new brewery in Massachusetts. It's on 300 Main Street, North Reading. And here's the weird thing. We gave away... Remember we did that thing last week? Yes. Identified the three songs, right? And the guy the guy got it. The guy did it. He, Walter is his yeah. name. I don't have his address or his last name. He, he texted me on Twitter, or he Twittered me on Texter, and <laughs> he got him right. He got him all right, but and I answered. I said, "Walter, you." It says he lives in South Carolina, and he listens to the podcast. I'm thinking, well, what is he going to come all the way up to North Reading to go to Apothecary, which we all should do, or is he going to not? He's going to. I said, maybe I should send him a coffee cake for my grandma's because they send that to him. He can eat it in South Carolina. If we send him the gift card to Apothecary. Then he may not be able to use it. Maybe he has relatives. What here. did he say? He didn't answer yet. He hasn't answered oh, yet. This is it. This guy's like a, a clearly a half-assed contest. Come on, Walter, for I mean, crying out! This loud. isn't how you go about winning contests. I know. Anyway, so the Hapothecary is a great place. Let's look at their menu for a second. Can okay. you go to the beer part? Sure. Bar bar pies, <laughs> handheld. No, to, to the to the beer part. Can you go to the beer menu? I clicked on it. Yeah, sure you did. I'm waiting for it. Quarantine. Quarantine. 6.8 ABV alcohol by volume. I love that double helix right there. Thor's Pestle, 8.5%. You know, the one we got at my house was double helix. You should go there, get some of that uh, high octane stuff, bring it here. Yeah. And we'll drink it during the podcast. Yes. And uh, we'll do an A-B. Okay. Like, what did we sound like before, and what did we sound like at the end of the podcast? Yeah, and, and it'll be the same. Well, we sound the same. We'll be all sleeping at Bill's We house. come in loaded for bear. So, now, here's the thing. I have in front of me a bunch of different topics, and I would love to get you guys input on First of all, the Hall of Fame vote happens tonight at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We find out. Ortiz is going to be in. I'm going to make a little prediction, because it's, we're doing this in the afternoon on Tuesday. <clears throat> well in advance of the announcement by Major League Baseball. But right now, you guys tell me who you think is going in the Hall of Fame. For sure, or, or, you know, or for sure, who's going to be definitely in. I think for sure Ortiz is in. How about Bonds? I don't think for sure. I think he actually has a much better shot now, but I still don't think he gets high. can't enough. stand him. I know you can't, but that's not what this game is. How about Clemens? I definitely don't think he gets it. Well, you know, because I was going to add him to my list of 100 Hall of Famers that I've met. You can't. Well, once he's in. They're probably in their, their local high school Hall of Fame, so that counts. You know, I went to his Are rest- you in a Hall of Fame? I'm in, one, I'm in uh, two Halls of Fame. Really? Yeah, I'm in the Manchester, Connecticut Sports Hall of Fame for broadcasting, not for my cross-country and track exploits. Wow. 
<laughs> Never uh, had the makings of a varsity athlete. I, I, you're right. You're right. I smoked a pack of Marlboros every day. I ran across country. It's a three-mile race. Were you, that's not going to hurt me at all? I was the third best guy on the team. All right. Basically. But I could do... I could do a mile under four, well under five minutes. Yeah. I used to do three miles in sixteen minutes. That's not bad. Now it takes sixteen minutes to do one <laughs> mile. It's the lard factor. Um, yeah, because you know when I ran cross country, I was fifty pounds less. Well, now look at where do I put fifty pounds? I, you, you obviously know where ten of them are. You wear it well, Mike. <laughs> All right. So, what was he talking about? Oh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm in the other I'm in the the Halfway Cafe Hall of Fame too. They named a chair after me. Really? Yeah, because I spent I had the record in the Watertown Halfway Cafe for the most money spent in one year. <laughs> it was the year I met my wife there. Yeah. I, I go there every night for dinner and ten beers and watch two games, you know, after I got off work. It was a really sick sick schedule I was running there. Anyway. And okay. you lived to tell the tale, Mike. And he, I just did. Yep. Um, so Hall of Fame, Roger Clemens, no? I don't think he gets in. Bonds, no? I don't think he gets in either. Okay. I think they both deserve to. I mean, whatever, just so let him. Ortiz be the only guy? I think Clemens might get in. You know, WEI is doing a thing. They're, they've got uh, Ortiz's greatest moments. They created this this feature. Yeah. There's going to be like 10 of them. There's all these great moments that he did. And they, yeah. They sound pretty damn good. Well, he's obviously, he's had a, he, once he got on the Red Sox, all the winning he did and just the, the World Series in 2013 after he said, this is our fucking city. Yeah. You know what was great? It's though, 688. About, what I always liked about David Ortiz was it looked like when they needed that guy to come in there and he was like the miracle guy. He'd step up to the plate and fix everything. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Pressure didn't mean shit to him. Nope. Except time to do some more good stuff. So anyway, that's that's going to happen tonight. And I, I think I don't know. I got to think that Bonds gets in somehow because even though he's a, a hateable, steroid freak, cheater, jerk off, he's a and legend. I, and I don't like him. He was one of the truly great, talented players in the history of the game. That's why, as much as I hate the guy, if I had a vote, I would feel compelled to maybe to say, oh, you know what. I gotta do this, or else I'm I'm disavowing the responsibility that goes along with this vote. I, I find it funny when I'm looking at some of these voting, you know, these guys who make cast their votes here. Yeah, voted for Bonds, voted for Clemens, didn't vote for Manny, didn't vote for Arod, yeah. but voted for Sammy Sosa and Sheffield. What? Wait, first of all, Sheffield was a juice guy. You well, just guys yes. happened to like yeah, him more because he kind of came clean. And, and Sammy, Sosa yeah. was an unbelievable juice guy. And so was A-Rod. And, and we know Clemens and we know Cheating Bonds. bastards. How can you not put in A-Rod? You know, if I, you're going to put in Bonds and Clemens, how do you not put in A-Rod? I would have voted for Mark Burley. Oh, no, I'm kidding. A steady lefty for 12 years. I just years. like Burley guys. You know, so. yeah, um, we know. <laughs> I, so now, I know when this is not a sports podcast, some people think it is because I used to do sports. So did Ben. Still does. Yes, sir. But it's not a sports podcast, but we, we can talk sports because we're not stupid. Um, <laughs> the, this weekend of football endings mm. and wh- the way these football games ended, I got one guy on, the t- on Twitter that's saying, you know, uh, Brady this, Brady that. Brady did everything he could possibly do. Yeah. With it, and it was the defense that screwed up that, that Tampa Bay Bucks team. Brady brought him back with 
in two minutes, got 14 points and tied the game at 27 with 43 seconds left. Yep. What more can he do? It was almost like the, oh, you know, the uh, when was the Super Bowl against uh, uh, Manning there, Eli Manning, where he, he brought him back, gave him a lead, and then they had the helmet catch. Yeah, and, you 07. Know, I mean, Brady, you don't, don't blame Brady for anything that happened in that weekend. It's unbelievable. And, and some people across the country hate him. They're sick and tired of him. But he yeah. deserved to win that game. Yeah. I have never seen a team so badly try to lose. The Rams tried desperately to lose that game. I've never seen a team shoot themselves in the foot so many times in the span of, what, six minutes, essentially? <laughs> yeah. It, Brady should have never even had the opportunity to try to come back in that game. But once he did, he did what he always does, which is somehow get it done he's and get the killer. points on the board. He's unbelievable. Yeah, he's the big poppy of the, so, uh, of the of the ball game. And I think he deserved to be in another Super Bowl uh, with all that. And it, and it, you know, and then there's a blocked punt on ending one game. Of, oh, was that that was a Niners that did that? They blocked the punt, right? Right? Wasn't that who? Who was it that reached up and blocked that punt for the for the Niners that I gave him the, the guy's name? No, I don't know. He was some big lineman guy. I said, oh, okay, these games all came down to one thing. Just one mistake yep. changed everything for everybody. Uh, and by the way, lost me my ass. A mm. Simple twist of fate loses your wallet. Oh, I got so ha- everybody did because the home teams all it was lost. Jordan Willis. I couldn't remember his name. The home team's lost, except for except for the Chiefs, who pulled it out with m- another miraculous situation. But it was very interesting. And who do you think is going to go ahead, go forward now? I say, I mean, I'll give my guess right right, right now. <clears throat> Rams against the Chiefs. I predicted before the season started, Rams against the Chiefs. You did? I did. Holy God! That's I heard right Ben say that a long time ago. So, uh, oh, I beat my chest about that every week. I'm on the air. Um, I just want everyone. Now you can beat your chest about that and the fact that you went and got the Snapple for us. Yes, you're welcome. You're that's welcome. Cr- that's a beautiful thing. The Snapple man. fact for us. Yeah, I got a Snapple fact. Let me see. Hold on. Let me get my readers. You know how old am I now? Yeah, look right up there right on the TV. The, uh, oh, see, you can't find him without the. See, Mikey has to put on his. Uh, he needs to find it. Put his finders class, to find his readers. Forty percent of all twins. Invent their own language. Wow. Very good. Yeah. I remember I was talking to my uh, imaginary twin brother just yesterday. What's his name again? Jism. Jism. (laughs) No, hard S. Jism. With a J? No, with a G. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Anyway, Jism was telling me. I'm sorry. Are you saying chism or jism? He said, "I can't." He said, "I can't believe the French fried bill events on that 238." And I said, "I know she's got staccato flags." See, we have our own language. All right, so now uh, let's move on to uh, the meat of the podcast. We we have meat. We have meat. Oh, you know what I have? Oh my God! I went lift driving this week. Tell me about it. Oh my God! Isn't that the uh, the bed for something else? Oh, you mean? On the road again. I can't wait to get on the road again. Did you hear how I harmonized with that? Oh, yeah, that was great. On the road again. I want to get back on the road again. And then I'll be back on the fucking road again. <laughs> yeah, I, love, right. I love Willie Nelson. He sounds like he's driving over a rumble strip. Everything he stands for. All right, so here's what happened to me. 
I got four four different things. Okay, you can only imagine. All right here, we're gonna we have to Amy, provide a soundtrack here. Hold on. This happened yesterday. Okay, go ahead. Amy, she was uh, she was Asian. Yeah. I picked her up in my car. She got in. I said I didn't look. I just hi Amy because the name comes up on the screen. You know, hi Amy. She says, "How you doing?" She was a man. Oh. I mean, you know, at some point she was definitely a man. She transitioned. I guess that's all, you know. But her voice was very low. I couldn't really tell she had a mask on. She gets in. Hi, Amy. How's it going? <laughs> Good. I said, Sounded We're... like Carl Yastrzemski. <laughs> she said, I'm going down to Washington Street and we'll take a ride. <laughs> There's a bar that I'd like to be dropped off at. Uh, I said, okay, Amy, whatever you say. Step on it, asshole. <laughs> uh, so that was weird. And, and, you know, it's always weird because you you don't know what to expect. You never know. It's true. One time I picked up a 340-pound guy with a beard. He was huge and gross and greasy and fat and bearded. And I said, uh, where are we going? He said, I'm just down to the store. <laughs> uh, okay, I picked up in in order. I mean, is this somebody tell you what when Worcester, what Worcester's like? You okay, Ben? Mm-hmm. He's rubbing, I'm his, rubbing his face Thank like you. he's like this is his third lab in a row for chemistry. <laughs> he's making up a test after. I picked up in order. Jose, mm. Gustavo, mm. and Jose. In a row. And I thought, this. I am so glad I speak Spanish. Well, there you go. It was just, it was just cool. You know, it was like, you, know, you never know. But what did you guys discuss? All kinds of stuff, man. Oh. That's none of your goddamn business. <laughs> we had a good talk. And, and, I, and I, I, I get along very well with people who speak Spanish because I speak Spanish. Oh, there you go. And they appreciate that because yeah. I'm a gringo. So Jose, Gustavo, and Jose, three good guys, but it just it was kind of it's like a Jose bookends donut with you, with a little Gustavo in the middle. Now during a, an average day, how many people would you um, like would Cuban you pick sandwich? Up? Yeah. yeah. Well, one, one of them was, might have been Cuban. One was from Venezuela. How many people would you pick up in a day? To- well, it depends on the day. If I say if I'm committed and I'm going to go out there and do a six hour day, mm. okay. When I'm committed, I do three hour day. <laughs> But I'd say an average of three to five, three to three to four rides an hour. Wow. Uh, I think the most I've ever done in one day is like fourteen or fifteen rides because you know you do get fed up with it after a while. The average number of miles you rack up every day. Well, you know, hundreds. uh, Depends where you go. Again, I had one guy the other day. I had to take him to Springfield. All the way to Springfield. You're a candidate for the from where the get upside. You know, Westboro. So it was a hundred. It was sixty four minutes. Uh, heard about this app called? The problem with that is you have to drive back. Have you heard about the app called Get Upside? Yeah, I yeah, have it's it. It's gasoline. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and, and you should have this because you'd save a lot of money. How much would I save? You get twenty five cents. Save up back to twenty five cents a gallon per gallon. Up to I hate that. How much? How much per gallon? Up to yeah. You know it's it like depends the, on participating gas station. Well, that's like Phil Rizzuto. Call the money store. You could borrow up to $10,000 or more. Uh, or more. I mean, we were, why do you say up to and then or more? Scooter. 
I guess it's up to something higher than what you originally said. You, you may qualify. By the way, Scooter's on my list. Of yeah, them. he is. Hall of Famers I met. I, I, I made a list for Ben of the 100 Hall of Famers. Pretty amazing names on there, huh? Some good ones. Oh, oh. Just do the basketball names alone and knock you over. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these names. I didn't realize you were that old. What do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? You didn't realize I was that old. I'm surprised you met Shoeless Joe Jackson. I'm surprised you met Ty Cobb. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're lying. I mean, there's the names on the list. I would have remembered. Well, I guess Shoeless Ty, was Ty Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's two restaurants in... Uh, Christy I, Matthewson, huh? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, man. <I'm, laughs> I, I pay to see that. I did... I did a list. Of, I was driving through Worcester, and I saw two restaurants in a row that stuck, that caught my eye. One of them is called Wan, W-A-N, Wang. Wan Wang. Wan Wang. <laughs> Wan Wang. Yeah. I'm thinking, who named that restaurant, and what what is wrong with them? I got this little Wang Center. It's named after uh, a company or yeah. something, right? No, named after, I've forgotten the, uh, the, 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 the man. Uh, I've forgotten his first name. Wang. He was a Wang Kai-shek? philanthropist, a uh, smart guy, oh. a professor. He was good. Look at this. What happened? Oh, look, Mike's head. Oh, the cap came off my vaporizer. Oh, look no. At look at look the at mess. The lip. Look at the Look at the uh, mess. Son of a... Look at the mess he The made. whole thing leaked out. And that's why we have these handy paper towels, Mike. Look at that. Yeah, but it's all... Now I have no juice. Brawny. I can't even do... Uh, is that going to stink? Look at no, this, mess. I, this This should be video. Uh, Holy Jesus. Look son at of a you bitch. Know, one week it's worms from uh, the pistachios. I can't. I mean, fucking... Oh, God. It's, and now I don't have any juice. I got to go home and reload. Oh, man. Son Jeez. of a... This is unbelievable. Damn it's it. It's named after Dr. Ann Wang. That's it. There you go. Thank you. You know, but, but now I don't even care about the Wang thing. I got all juice all over You don't care about the... your Wang anymore? I got... <laughs> so anyway, the restaurant's name was Wan Wang. <laughs> yes, and that's all you need, really, is Wan Wang. One, yeah. You don't, you don't need two two Wangs. Now, what was the other restaurant? And were they double jointed? Were they in close proximity? Or <laughs> you know, some twins that aren't haven't been separated yet. And twins with their own language. <sighs> Only forty percent. Okay, so now this is unbelievable. What a goddamn mess here. So the other restaurant across the street from, from Wan Wang. Wan Wang. It's Wang. called. And this is no. I'm making. I'm making this up. You are making. this No, up. I'm not. Oh. It's called my sister's crawfish. Excuse my- me. <laughs> that's that's the name of the restaurant. From here, three pointer. Throw it. Ah, sorry. Um, I'm more of a big. I, I shoot from close up. I. I'm sorry, was it My Sister's Crawfish, My Sister's Crawfish 2, or My Sister's Crawfish 3? Hey, look who the proprietor is of My Sister's Crawfish 3. (laughs) Nahangshik. Don't. Oh, it's got some good reviews on the old Googles. Well, and that's why I'm here. I'm here to make sure people know about it. My Sister's Crawfish. Well, what, what were they thinking when they named the place? I don't know. Probably thinking of their sister. Um, I picked up a carload. Uh, this is two days ago. Of really nice Indian ladies from India. Yep. Now, when you say a carload, how many uh, people? Well, three, but they were in a group. There's an Indian uh, grocery store on Route Nine in I think it's a Sudbury, not Sudbury, uh, 
uh, Shrewsbury. 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 Yeah. And I'm driving to this place, and I say, okay, it's it's across the street. I pull up at the red light, and I have to make a quick U and pick these people up. They're standing out in front of it with no fewer than seven boxes of groceries. Now, if I had been driving a Honda or any other kind of car, aside from a Grand Marquis with a giant trunk, they would have been out of luck because the three women sit in the back of the stuff goes in the trunk. But if you have a little tiny trunk, you're not going to fit seven boxes of food. It It took me literally five minutes to load the stuff into my trunk. The three of us could fit in that trunk. Oh, it... It, it took forever to get all their stuff, and they had We've to put got photo evidence. They had to put some in the front seat uh, with me, which you're not supposed to have people in the front seat. Oh, there, man. They had to put a couple boxes in the front seat to get all their stuff. They did all their shopping at once. Yep. So it took honestly ten, maybe ten minutes to load the whole thing. We're blocking traffic because they're they're loading right in front of the grocery store, so people couldn't get out onto <laughs> Route Nine. They were all pissed. There's like five cars backed up waiting to get past me, and they're pissed at me because I'm the driver. They might have been preparing for the uh, the the shortage of food that's coming. Well, but the three Indian ladies clearly bought everything they needed for all three of them, and then they got in the back, and I'm like, oh, that was a pain in the ass, and I'm driving. I'm thinking, okay, driving them to Worcester, right? So they're. T- First of all, they would not shut up. They're talking to each other. Like the whole way. And then I look back, and this lady sneezes, the one in the middle sitting in the back, and she didn't have her mask on. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I said, could you put your mask on, please? She goes, puts it on. Then they keep talking. So I had a 12-minute ride with a trunk full of boxes, three Indian ladies in the back who wouldn't shut up, and it was a two-stop ride. So I had to drop one of them off one place, then drop the rest of them in the grocery store another place. This is a pain in the ass. I said, this is going to be a big tab for me, though, right? No. (laughs) Guess how much? Guess how much the ride earned me? Three sixty. Eight bucks. Eight bucks. Oh, man. You put up with all that for eight dollars. Eight bucks. God. Where's the glamour in being a Lyft driver? Come on. I'm telling you. It's gone. And, and I'm not saying these, these were nice ladies. It's not their problem. I know they got to do the shop. But I, why am I doing all this? The thrill is gone. I'm helping them load the groceries, unload the groceries, listening to their shit for 11 minutes long. She's sneezing in my hair. You know, you could have been a dick and just sat in the car and let them do all the heavy lifting. <sighs> it's not in my nature. That's correct. That's why we love you, Mike. Well, it is, but I don't, I don't want anyone to know that. Um, no, so now I got spilled juice. All the whole thing emptied out on the table. That's bad. Okay, that that's a turn for the worse. It's mercury retrograde, by the way, for the next couple of weeks. What does that mean? It means that uh, don't the, don't eat a thermo- don't put a thermometer up your ass. There are a lot of people who believe in this stuff. If he, uh, as we stand here on the Earth and we gaze at the planet Mercury, it appears several times a year to stop. It's an optical illusion. And go in reverse for three weeks. And during that time, you don't want to sign any new contracts. You don't want to start any new projects. You don't want to. Uh, there's a lot of confusion. There are mechanical breakdowns. Uh, you'll lose your vape. It, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's all, you, I'm all, so pissed off right about it. Set your studio on fire. And then at the end of that period, uh, it gradually moves forward. And then uh, everything is fine again. Do we still have that jingle, that commercial? The one at Mercury? Don't put mercury yeah, in your we, ass. Do we still have that? I don't know. Because that would be very apropos uh, when you just talked about mercury, what is it, retro Gatorade. What? Mercury Gatorade he's talking about? No, I'm talking. Retrograde. We, yeah, retrograde. Looking for the mercury. <laughs> you don't have it, do you? 
I'm looking for it. You deleted. Oh, man. You know, it's up your ass. That was a paying account. If they, the listeners to this podcast only knew what I have to put up with every single week. I know, but Jesus. just think about this. You get a free Snapple brought to you directly by Ben Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sing it. I'll just sing it. Ready? All right. Hold on. No, you don't have it. I know you don't have it. Okay, go ahead. Don't put mercury in your ass. Don't put mercury in your ass. Thermometers, thermometers, bit better. What is it? Butt battery. Butt butt batteries. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now I want to promote the, uh, the... 15 Minutes of Shame, because I have some great topics coming up when we do the 15 Minutes of Shame, really? uh, which is soon. Um, I have a lot of complaints, but uh, I want to just, if I could, make a make mention of something that's been bothering me a real lot. What's that? It's the fact that, uh, <clears throat> oh, well, it's, it's Joe Biden. Joe Biden, really? Yeah. He's 0 for 10 now. On? He, on every topic of importance Come as a on, president. Man. I got I got news for you. In the 15 minutes of shame podcast, I'm going to go off big time on the gun control issue cuz right now we're hearing a lot about that because people are getting killed and shit. <laughs> you know, if, honestly, in a big city, you can get seriously killed by gunfire. Um so that's going to be uh when we going to do that right after this, right? 15 minutes of shame that comes a day after this podcast? Drop yes sir. Day after. Day mm-hmm. after. Yep. Uh, and I have some unbelievable topics uh, for today's 15 Minutes of Shame when we record that. So I want people to look it up, find it. What do they do, Ben? Find it, subscribe to it, download it, mm. comment on it, rate it, review it, listen to it. It's 15 minutes. Am, am Damn, I, you're getting good at this. Is there anything I left out? Well, this is like a promo for uh, for the other feature there, 15 Minutes of Shame. Of Shame. Yes. Or if you're in France... 15 minutes of Chamay. It's time now. <laughs> it's time now to boogaloo down Broadway. Uh, all three of us. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Hold on. Don't. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> ben is going to test me on my list of 100 Hall of Famers I've met. There's a story behind each meeting of each of these Hall of Famers. Sure. All right. So I'll throw random ones. You, you've been kind enough to put them into categories for me. Categories really by, sport. by sport. Uh, by sport. Yeah. Or. Yeah. Or music yeah. is in here. Yeah. So, um, yeah. baseball, football. Give me a Bill Walton story. Bill Walton was on my television show in the mid 90s on NECN. And uh, he came in and stuttered his way through <laughs> uh, my program. And we had to, uh, because his legs were so long, we had to, he had to sit on our small set with his legs across my lap <laughs> and sticking out, his sneakers sticking out to the right side of me. He was sitting to the left of me. His legs were that long, and he, he couldn't fit them under the desk. Did you smoke pot with him after the show? No, I did not. Did you smoke pot with anyone on this list? Yes. Who? I'm not going to tell you right now. Oh. I don't even know. There's a lot of guys I smoke pot with on this list. Uh, look in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame category. All right. Did you... Well, I know you did stuff with the Aerosmith guys. Yes, I know that that the party you had with those LSD, guys. yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in New Hampshire. Yeah. Tom Petty, Tom Petty. No, you know, when I was backstage, he gave me a tour jacket. Okay, um, he gave me a Hard Promises tour jacket from 1981. Wow. Did you sniff anything with the boys from Van Halen? 
No, they were in the radio station, too. Uh, they were... <laughs> As if that was going to stop anyone from sniffing anything yeah. in a radio station. Well, I, told you, I don't know if I told you what happened there. We had a po- WCCC, we had a poster of Van Halen in the, in the uh, lobby outside the studio. And they all came in, and they were great. And, you know, it was fun. They were all nice. And, but, so when they were leaving, somebody said, sign the poster. You know, oh, yeah. Eddie, oh. You know, they, they all signed the poster. <laughs> and then David Lee Roth takes his Sharpie, and instead of signing the poster, he signs the wall right next to his oh. picture. He goes, <laughs> look at this. <laughs> and he signs the wall, and then they leave. And I'm thinking to myself, David Lee Roth couldn't have been a bigger asshole on that move because not only the poster now does not have his signature on it, it has his picture on it, but the wall has his signature on it, and that wall's going to be, you know, this, this, this station will be moving in 10 years to no, another paint over it, yeah. Stupid. Anyway, um, the cars, yeah, definitely did, did things with Hall the cars. Hall & Oates, who was a bigger dick. Uh, well, you know, Hall, Daryl Hall, w- patted the ass of one of my... F- <laughs> I can't tell that story. I don't want to embarrass either of them. Oh, no, no, now you have to. No, I can't, I can't. We want to know. You have to tell it. Hey, he, he, no, I, I don't want to. The people want to know. You've set it up too much. I don't know, but I don't want to tell that story because it involves a friend of mine. Well, what year was this? Leave their name out of it. It was the early 80s. Oh, see, everybody was doing that. Patting people's asses? Sure. All right, well, I'll tell you the story there some other time. All right. I'll call him and see if it's okay. How many cigarettes did you smoke with Dino Raja? None, but I did uh, ask him about his tattoo. Dino Raja. By the way, he's in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Can you believe that? He came off the court at the Celtics game. He had just gotten a new tattoo. And I had the camera, video camera, with the TV crew. I said, what's with the tattoo? He looks at it. It's clearly a dolphin. He goes, uh, it's a dolphin. I said, yeah. I said, what? Why, why do you have a dolphin tattoo on your arm? He says, uh, I've always liked dolphins. Jesus. Okay. I like, uh, I like uh, Pop-Tarts, but I don't have a tattoo of them on my arm. <laughs> Did you pick up any hookers with LT? No, LT was an asshole. I got to be honest. Really? Yeah, Lawrence Taylor is is not a nice person. <laughs> How? What did he do that was so assholeian? Well, he was in the go- the golf group in front of me at uh, Tallwood, not Tallwood, um, uh, but what was the oh Cedar Knob Cedar was the golf Knob. course, and his best friend um, was Beasley Reese, who was a Channel yep. Thirty anchor down in Hartford, and when I was an anchor in Connecticut, yeah. And so I knew Beasley Familiar. pretty well. Really good guy, Beasley. So he brought LT to a golf tournament at Cedar Knob in Summers. And he, LT was just an asshole. Really? To everybody. He was, you know, gruff, mean, nasty, sarcastic. Like, he didn't want to be there. He was just he was an asshole. He's a complete... <laughs> I, I, I asked Beasley later. I said, well, how do you... How can you be his best friend, man? He's such a dick. He goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> right, he probably loved it. Uh, Terry Bradshaw. Okay, met him in um, California when L.A. Uh, in L.A. when Fox got the football package. 94? 93 or 4, yeah. And they flew all... I was a Fox 25 anchor uh, in Boston, uh, and they flew all the anchors, sports anchors from all the different markets to L.A. to do sit-downs with mm-hmm. these guys. So I had to sit down with Jim, James Brown and, uh, you know, Pat Summerall and John Madden and all those guys. And Bradshaw was great. Absolutely great. We did a nice little interview. We're sitting there talking. I was asking him, and I said, how important is hair? Because <laughs> I was had the bald spot. Before I went to Dr. Leonard, I had the bald spot in the back of my head. And Bradshaw, of course, had the, 
the bald the bald head. Yeah. He says to me, "What hair?" He goes, it, it, "He says what you got?" And I bend over and I show him a show him the top of my head. He goes. Oh, you got a monkey's ass up there <laughs> as we're taping. And we, we ran it. We used it. And then he says, we'll cut that out. No, we didn't cut it out. We left it in. Really good guy, Terry Bradshaw. Very fun to be around. So that's okay. So that's my list there. So someday. It's a pretty good list. I got a million people that I met that are. And you know what? Every single one of them remembers me because I, you know, I wet my pants a lot. Wow. Yeah. Do you have a, a book of uh, autographs? Are you one of those guys? No, I don't do autographs. No. Lith- lithographs. Lithographs. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Williams told me once he doesn't uh, doesn't watch porno because he doesn't have, doesn't have a pornograph. <laughs> I can take care of that for him. I got a pornograph in my car. <laughs> All right. So uh, don't forget the uh, 15 minutes of shame. Yeah. We're starring uh, Ben Kitchen yeah. and Bill Smith Thank and you. yours truly. Yeah. It's a little bit nastier than this podcast, if you can believe that. Oh. It's more to the point. 15 minutes exactly in length. If it, if someone's still talking when 15-minute clock hits, we should cut them off. We save it for the next podcast. And that's the end of that, yeah. Uh, and now joining us for a musical special treat, here's Joe and Jerry. Well, let me tell you something, Joe. I'm in the mood for some Southern rock. Oh. The first thing you do when you get up out of bed is hit that street a-running and try to meet the masses. Go and get yourself some cheap sunglasses. That's yours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spied a little thing, and I followed her all night. And a funky fine Levi's, and her sweater was kind of tight. She had a West Coast strut that was sweet as molasses. But really knocked me out was her cheap sunglasses! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! You know, I think this is a really long interlude here, Joe. It's got the, uh... Guitar solos and everything in it, true. How are we gonna kill two minutes here? Why don't we do a little ZZ Top history? You know what their album in '76 was called? Was that Tejas? Yes, it was. Very good. In '79, ZZ Top signed with which label, Joe? I think it was Warner Brothers. You would be right. Tell me about LaGrange, Joe. Oh, LaGrange. It was uh, written about a chicken ranch brothel in LaGrange, Texas, that also inspired the musical Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Man, you know a lot about ZZ Top. The only member of the band that uh, didn't have a beard was named Beard. Frank Beard. It's amazing. What, a, what an odd coincidence. What else you got? Well, they favorite song of mine is Tube Snake Boogie. It's about sex. See, the Tube Snake is... That's enough, Joe. Of course, then there's Pearl Necklace. It's also about sex. I know all about Pearl Necklaces, Joe. 
I give them out like candy every single Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, Dusty Hill died in 2021. Rest in peace, Dusty. Indeed. So go out and get yourself some thick black frames. In the glass, so dark, they won't even know your name. The choice is up to you, because they come in two classes. Rhinestone shades and cheap sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tube snake boogie. Pearl necklace, Joe. At Shaw's. And Shaw's FM. <laughs> 